Welcome, Postables. We are gearing up for a very special occasion. Drama, drama. Yay! <laughs> and to celebrate Rama Drama, a very special guest who will be at Rama Drama, and a very special book that is coming out that she authored. Please welcome Rachel Fordham. Hey, thanks for having me. Welcome back. Thank this you. Is, this is interview number three. Three that we've done, but this is the first on Hallmarkies podcast. So we're introducing you to a whole new plethora of people. Yes. Yay. <laughs> That's exciting. So we are your hosts. I'm Cami, and you know Jess. Hello. And Casey. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so the book that Rachel has recently authored and will come out for sale soon is where the road bends yes oh. we all have our copies <laughs> and what a beautiful cover if you can it actually like such see a it gorgeous cover from the background Ready? there we go oh i disappeared here, here. allow oh. me ladies i don't have a <laughs> I don't have a background for it to disappear but yes the beautiful land and then just a woman, presumably Nora. <laughs> I would <think> so. <laughs> but, the, but no, I love how it shows the gold in her hair com compared to the gold in the wheat. And then this beautiful scene down below. And then the script is very beautiful right there. So yes, Where the Road Bends by Rachel Fordham. Now, I would like to begin this chat with a very, very special paragraph in this book. And it goes a little something like this. Do you see the woman with the oversized hat? Nora glanced toward the seats with the feathers. Yes, that's the preacher's wife, Leah Townsend. She's sweet and calls everyone a dear child. <laughs> I once even heard her call a woman older than her that. She looked harder at the stands and beside her is Jessica Bossy. She's married to the head of the bank. He plays on the team from the south of town. She comes in the cafe with her friend, Mae Simpson and talks forever. <laughs> She's very loud so I can hear everything she says. <laughs> Well, you know me, always so loud. <laughs> always so loud. And might we just, just you know, um, I'm sure this was left off on the cutting, the editing cutting board <laughs> over there, but um, Jessica Bossy's husband's name is Gilbert. Just yes, yes. Yeah, that's right, it's from the last book. Yeah. I stole Actually, him I away. Have, I have this rule <laughs> that when I put in um, friends or people I want to give a little nod to in the book that I will write the whole book. Um, and then I'll go back and swap out names without changing any of my writing. So they kind of get what they get. Otherwise it gets in my head and I'm like, oh no, will they like it? Or, you know, I yeah. it. it kind of takes away from it. So, yeah, but it's very, very fun to throw in some little hellos to people that I care about. So yeah, even if I'm put in a hat with oversized feathers, I sort of expect to see you in that at Rama Drama. So. <laughs> <laughs> And if you don't call me dear child, I might cry. Well then, <laughs> expectation has been has been stated. 
Rachel, question number one. What right. inspired Nora and Quincy? What, well, what inspired these characters who I fell in love with immediately? I don't know about Jess and Casey, but I just, I fell in love with Quincy and Nora very quickly. Um, so, I, you know, every story kind of has a lot of different trigger points, but for this one, um, I was thinking about the story Les Mis, which this is really nothing like Les Mis, but I was thinking about it and how one um, choice kind of changes the whole trajectory of his life. And so I started thinking, I want to write a character like that. Um, so clearly I needed him to have, you know, sort of a, he had to have a life that he could change from. So he couldn't just be your regular old, like everything's going good kind of guy um, for him to have that moment. And so that was sort of the, that was sort of the catalyst for this story was trying to come up with a story that I could have um, someone just go through that really like life-changing moment all at once. And then sort of to follow the consequences of, you know, that, that moment. Um, so that, I think that's my, was the major, um, moment of, okay, I think I can build a story around this. So, yeah. And I love it. Um, hang on. I want to tell you something funny about the cover because I know you guys like trivia. So this cover is not the original cover that they sent me. This is the first book that I have said, can you give me a different one? <laughs> so um, they do such a beautiful job at the publishing house, but the original cover they sent me, I think didn't feel, um, didn't feel like it captured the story um, the way that I wanted it to. And so um, I was really happy when they sent this one back, but her hair was very brown. And I said, no, it, it kind of has to be like, um, it has to be lighter, like, you know, kind of angelic is sort of how he sees her. And so, um, so then they changed that. And then I, then right before they kind of finalized the cover, I said, wait a second, it has a zipper down the back of her shirt. You'll have to take the zipper out. And so, um, <laughs> oh. so those are kind of some fun little trivia about that, but I'm really happy with it. And I think it really captures, um, just sort of the feel of the story. Well, I agree. It, yeah. it captures the story very, very well. And we're not going to do any spoilers right now because it, because the book is just coming out for sale. But right. can I just say that twist, <laughs> <laughs> I never saw it coming. It was a completely different, a completely different storyline than what I had in my head of where it was going to go. And I'm Yay. just sitting there reading, going, what? <laughs> <laughs> just, just reading very nicely. And then my eyes just bug out. And I go, <gasps> so, wow. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. It's a nice twist. And I think the book has um, some nice, nice conflicts. And um, so this is your fifth book. And I felt like this one had a different feel to it. Um, like, I don't know if it's the correct word, but it felt a little grittier, like with some of the topics. Do you think that's going to surprise any of your readers? Um, I don't know if it really will surprise them. Cause I think that all of my books have, I've never really tried to shy away from, you know, real life. It's just that mm -hmm. some of these books hadn't touched the other books, um, as much, uh, 
So maybe a little, but uh, I think everything's still handled really tastefully. Um, I try yeah. to be really careful. Like my my six, six, 16-year-old is reading it right now. And speaking of the plot twist, it was really funny because he came down, um, uh, like he'd already gone to bed and he came down. He's like, mom, what's going on? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> he, he got to that part. And so, um, but I actually really enjoyed um, not necessarily the the grittier like I'm happy to tackle whatever story is kind of organic to my characters and what they're facing but um it was very fun to write a book that had a little bit different uh pacing because you know it didn't follow that same like uh like there's some some jumps in time and stuff that were you know kind of made it feel a little bit fresh and new for me writing it and maybe it felt a little bit different too because um I wrote this book at the very beginning of the pandemic like like right at the very beginning, my husband was, uh, had just, he's a dentist and they had just told him that he could only see emergency patients. So he was home all the time. My kids were suddenly home from school, which was new. And, um, and so I think that there was, you know, we had a lot of uncertainty and stuff in our own lives. And I think you can feel a little bit of that come through as I'm allowing my characters to feel a lot of uncertainty and still hope at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and hearing that, it was at least in part inspired by the story of Les Mis. Mm-hmm. That that makes so much sense now. Right. That that makes so much sense, and that that just makes me enjoy what I've read more. So because <laughs> <laughs> I love connections. So yeah. yeah, that 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 just that's kind of the gates have opened even wider and go, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes if I'm struggling to like, I mean, I have a million ideas, but if I'm struggling to really develop one, I will go, what's a story I love. Um, what if I threw that in a different time period and then just sort of like, let it go. Like it's like this little seed that you plant and then it kind of just turns into its own story, you know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, labors is heartbreaking, but I think it's, it's hopeful too. And I hope that this, I think this one is too. I mean, I think that there are some very, um, romantic and funny scenes mixed in, you know, with all the life. Yeah. I would agree. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like now I need to go read or watch Les Mis because I haven't done either to shock. I feel like I always shock people. I've never seen it either. Cammy is horrified. Last time I horrified Casey with not having seen or read Anne of Green Gables. (laughs) Now I've horrified (laughs) Cammy. Yeah, <laughs> I have the book. I have the book. I just haven't read it. It's okay. A, Same with Anna Green Gables. I have a book. <laughs> well, look what you'll be doing on your road trip. <laughs> I need things. To, I'm going to be reading all these books and I'm going to be writing and it's going to be great. Yay. <laughs> so you've got plenty to do for all. Oh, I guess we don't, the, the listeners don't know. I'm going on a two week road trip. So I need things to well, do. Well, and then the plane, the plane for Rama drama, you've oh, got yeah. plenty to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of connections, um, one character you brought back to where the road yeah. been, somebody who so, appeared in um, A Life Once Dreamed. Yeah, Is so one of my scene? favorite things is to do is to write like, well, I love them to be standalone so that you could pick them up and and you could read them and not feel totally lost but I think if possible it's very fun to give nods to the other books um Mm -hmm. if it works you know I'm not going to force it but I think if you read this one um you'll pick up on 
if I remember right, at least three of my other books are sort of mentioned in it. Um, uh, I think that you will notice there's a little nod to the uh, Dead Letter Office. Mm-hmm. Um, Postables, you will enjoy that. <laughs> which was fun. Um, and it worked out just right. I was trying to decide exactly what year to put it. And I was like, oh, well, if I do this year, then it connects, like it would work for all these things. Um, but yeah, um, a lot of people were messaging me. I think that I, um, let's see, A Life One Streamed would have just hadn't been out very long. And I was getting a lot of messages about you know, like a uh, desire to know what happened with the secondary character and that story. And it was very easy to just sort of have him pop up in this one. And mm-hmm. um, I just think that every character should get a happy ending. And so I got a chance to give him that, which was fun. Which yeah. I am grateful for because I, my heart went out to him in that book. And I'm like, <laughs> he needs somebody. Were you happy with who he ended up with? I am. I'm, I'm very happy. And I think it's actually for the best because when I read the, um, the original book he was in, A Life One Stream, um, right yeah um I felt really bad for him like the whole time and it was just like it tugged on my heartstrings so I'm very pleased he got his his happy ending this one right yeah and you all know I love a love a life once dreamed but even I was like but but Sam (laughs) like pick him off (laughs) I think I was very pleased with how his story someone's yeah. first choice where I think in his other scenario he would have been someone's backup plan yeah so, yeah so who wants out. to be a backup plan really you know exactly. nobody yep. <laughs> we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode it's Baker Publishing Group if you're looking for your next summer read check out where the road bends from author Rachel Fordham in a desperate bid to save her family's land Nora King agrees to marry a man she barely knows but just days before the wedding, she comes across a badly injured stranger who upends all her plans and steals her heart along the way. For more information on Rachel and her books, go to www.rachelfordham.com. That's www.rachelfordham.com. Um, I have another question about the book because I, so I know that you, the title has gone through some changes. Is that a publisher decision or did you just feel like, oh, you know, maybe I, I, I'm done writing this, you know, <laughs> kind of like going through it. Is this, you know, really it? So it was a publisher decision. So uh, probably half my books maybe have kept their working titles, what they call them. And then other ones have gotten changes. So this one was, its working title was My Road to You. So not totally different. Um, I'm not really sure what the thinking was, but it wasn't, they're very, they're wonderful. So if you, if they're like, oh, here's the title we like, what do you think? Um, I could have gone back and been like, eh, I don't know because of this or that. Um, but it wasn't so different from the original for me to mm-hmm. care one way or the other. I did go back because um, I had already had a line in there that said something about My Road to You, but I went back and made sure that there was a little nod to where the road bends in there but I had to do that after because it was not originally in there so yeah but I'm happy with it I think it fits well and I think it really does fit because like you said it was the consequences of one choice Mm -hmm. and so does the road bend this way does it bend that way or does it keep going straight so yeah. I, I thought that was, I thought that was brilliant. So, yeah, no, I'm really happy with it, with all of it. Um, I think it's, I think it's fun. It makes you, I don't know, look at a bend in the road and just think maybe it's leading me somewhere good. 
Yeah. Ultimately. <laughs> but a few bumps in the road. So, okay. As someone who has dabbled in story writing myself, I know that this is almost an impossible question to ask because the whole thing is your baby. Right. But was there a certain section of the book or a certain chapter or a certain scene that you just couldn't stop smiling while while you were writing it? Was there some a, a part that stood out to you as your favorite to write or one that meant the most to you or something like that? Um, God, it's been a while since I wrote this one, but um, there are always moments, my husband always jokes because he's like, you have your writing face on now because I'll be like, <laughs> without meaning to, I'll like, kind of like my face will show what I'm writing, whether it's like a sad or a happy or romantic scene and he thinks it's hilarious and he always tries to guess what I'm writing. But um, <laughs> there were a lot of scenes, I think in particular, I, I really love... I don't know why, but I love the references to the vultures and that I was able to have that come up more than once. Um, it just sort of became this like mantra a little bit of like, um, and I also like, thought that it, I thought that um, the little boy that shows up later is really funny and I enjoyed his comic relief. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, those are probably some of those moments, but I also really enjoyed um I don't know, like maybe just because it kind of gets your adrenaline going, but like, like some of the scenes where he got to step in and like be the hero, <laughs> you know, I don't, oh, those so are not awesome. to give stuff away. <laughs> but no, I, <laughs> I actually, this book was easy for me to write. Some books are really hard, but I think because my husband was home and so he was with the kids all the time, I was able to write it in really big chunks of time versus like being pulled in and out of the story. And so everything about writing, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was an escape from like what was going on in my real life. And so mm -hmm. I just, I, the whole, this one was, I could tell you some books that were not that experienced, but this one was just a really, it was just a lot of fun to write. Mm -hmm. So that little boy mm -hmm. has a bit of a fostering storyline, which we know is a cause that's very dear to your heart. And I personally love that his name was Nels. Did you name him after Little House on the Prairie on purpose or did you, did, did that just come um, about? Yeah, I don't really remember how his name came. I always try really hard with my main characters to make them like names that are not going to trip people up. You know, they're just, they're, they might not be the most popular name, but they're a name that is very easy to read. It's phonetic. It's just mm -hmm. going to flow. But with secondary characters, I really like um, trying to pull in some of those names that would have been common. And, and Iowa was really big with immigrants. Like there was just a lot of um, them. And so I was looking up names for um, people from different places just to try to, um, just to try to give it a little bit more time period. I don't know. And so it just ended up being that name. Um, and it worked, but yeah, I, um, I don't even, I don't even always intend to have the like little orphan child or whatever, but they seem to keep popping up in my books. So I guess <laughs> just sort of second nature to me. Um, and it just, I think also like I knew I needed comic relief, um, a little bit in this one, cause it was a little bit heavier in some moments. And so Mm -hmm. a child is just the perfect one to say you know things to make people laugh and give it a little bit of heart um but I do I just I don't know I do just really I love 
I don't know. I'm getting all like on my soapbox, but I just, I love that when people, whether their characters are real life, um, step up and do the right thing for kids that need someone to do that for them. Um, so that was fun to fun to watch my characters grow as they cared about this kid. Well, and may I also add that in addition to saying funny things, he set them out straight. <laughs> as kids do. There was no beating around the bush with that kid. <laughs> He was, he was funny and it sort of was fun because it was, I picture him sort of being like what my main character was like as a younger child. And so I think that in some ways it gives you insights into Quincy as well mm -hmm. as this little boy. So oh, yeah. completely. definitely. <laughs> well, with your other projects, have you considered doing a sequel to any of your books? Now, I mean, I know that um, Azure Springs and yours truly Thomas are kind of like coupleted together right um but what about the other three jess really wants a sequel to lady in attendance i, I need more more gilbert in my life um, more gilbert <laughs> i mean for those who haven't listened to our other interviews which you should you all should know that jess is not our romantic in this group but that book made her swoon like it was I... life changing it was life changing <laughs> we didn't know who we were talking to <laughs> I, I just remember messaging rachel after i was done reading it and i was like i have a bone to pick with you because this character isn't real and now i'm depressed <laughs> <laughs> we found her type um a romantic so dentist <laughs> So yeah. if there are any other people who know dentists that are single and romantic and kind of introverted because that drew me to him as well. I really, really loved writing him. So I get you like he was, um, I don't know. I mean, I hate to pick a favorite, but I, he was, he's up there. Um, well, your husband's a dentist. So he is a dentist. he's not, he's not as introverted. Um, he's yeah I mean definitely they have their differences but um he was a lot of fun to write I loved writing him it was fun to try to write a hero that sort of broke the mold you know he's not he's quieter it was like a challenge but then it, it was just really satisfying to like ha have readers realize like this is an attractive like desirable man right here even though he's a little bit you know outside of your normal your normal hero mode anyway um sequels um you know, on my own, I definitely could. I'm not sure that my publisher wants sequels. Um, but I actually, speaking of a lady in attendance, I have this book that I like dream about and I should write it, but it actually connects um, things from a lady in attendance with an earlier book um, really well. And I just should do it, but so I'll do it and it'll be for you, Jess, one of these days. <laughs> I love it. Okay. We are expecting the dedication to be to Jess, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's always hard to pick so now that one's settled and now that'll be easy there you go <laughs> so is there anything that you are looking forward to at rama drama since we are all gathering together in just a few short weeks yeah for listeners who don't know rachel will be there yes she's coming for signing if you have her books and are you having books there that people can buy as well um, I'm not sure that I'm going to have them um, to buy, but I talked to my publisher and said, I've just been so busy. I haven't figured out how to bring books and sell books. I said, what can I do? And they said, well, we'll give you um, a code for that weekend that anyone who buys them can get 40% off. Um, and then I'm going to bring um, book plates. So I'll sign them. And then if you get your books later, you can stick them in there. 
So oh, that's great. Yeah. So, that should work so you out get great. an autograph and a discount. That's yeah. pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll be um, bringing a lady in attendance. Yes. So, and yes, I went out will. and bought the physical copy because I only had the digital one. I'm like, no, I need a physical one. I need this one signed. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so if you bring them, absolutely. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, I am looking forward to hanging out with all of you. Um, all of you listeners, but also you three. Um, uh, I am excited to have a weekend with no kids. Um, <laughs> I love my kids. I have a lot of them and I have a, a new foster baby who I adore with all of my heart, but keeps me very busy. <laughs> so, um, I'm excited for that, but I, I tell you what, my husband and I joke around about how we don't watch very many, um, shows more than once, but we're like something about signs of delivered. It's our happy place. And so I am of course, looking forward to meeting the cast of that show and, you know, other people who will be there, but, but the postables are my favorite. So, and all of the postables that are coming. So, um, and it's, uh, it's funny because it was actually, um, when my second book, Yours Truly Thomas, came out, uh, which starts out at the Dead Letter Office, is when I discovered Signs Sold Delivered. And um, so I'm just, I don't know. I'm, fun- I'm glad I wrote that book because it connected me to all of you guys. Definitely. Yeah. We, we are very <laughs> excited about the fact that you wrote a book that connects us to you because <laughs> that started me that's the first one I read was yours truly Thomas because I had not heard your name before and Jess told me about you and now I'm hooked (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome Cammie yes thank you very much and you know not only am I hooked on your writing we have a new friend Yeah. yeah I similar experience because I kind of wrote off fiction for a long time because I was like what I'm reading is not good no more so fiction. I finally, when I, you know, we set up our first interview, obviously I had to read your book and I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I can, this is actually, turning this and is turning. actually really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks for bringing me back to reading fiction. <laughs> you know, I try to write what, I mean, I try to write what people will want, but I also try to write what I like, which is, I love a story that at the end, you feel like you just have this like happy sigh and, but I, I thought, I don't know. I love it when there's a few layers of depth too, which is why I think, um, science Hill delivered resonated with me so much because it's, mm-hmm. it's obviously totally different time period, totally different characters, but I think there's a lot of the same, like, it's got the lighthearted moments. It's got the romantics, you know, storylines, but then there's also always a little bit of a takeaway where you're like, Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like you learn something by mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. I mean, it just touches your heart and makes you think about life a little bit differently. And that's, I mean, I don't ever, I, I'm leery of saying that because I don't think that my books fall in the preachy category at all, but I think that, um, but my characters get to deal with some hard things. And I, I think that they, they try to come out kind of like Oliver, you know, like making the right choice, even when it's hard. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 That's the best kind of book when you, when you learn something from reading it without it having been preachy. So <laughs> bravo. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Hallmarkies. It's time to take a quick break to talk about something super fun. How would you like to party with your favorite celebrities from the Christmas and seasonal movies that you love so much? If you enjoy watching romantic dramas on network television and streaming services, you don't want to miss the Rama Drama Live event coming soon in 2022. 
Spend the weekend escaping into the Rama Drama world and meeting your favorite on-screen celebrities like Trevor Donovan, Ryan Pavey, Andrew Walker, Wes Brown, Brittany Bristow, Aaron Cahill, Rob Mays, and more. These fan-focused in-person parties cater to movie lovers just like you. Make memories, leave with photos, autographs, swag, and an exceptional experience to last a lifetime. Join us in West Palm Beach, Florida, June 24th through 26th. I know that is just a few weeks away, but it is not too late to get your ticket. You can find more information on buying tickets for these events on ramadrama.com. We hope to see you there, Hallmarkies. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. The Heartland TV show on Up, Faith, and Family. Fans of the hit family drama Heartland know that Up, Faith, and Family is the only place to stream every season of Heartland, including behind-the-scenes exclusive content. All 15 seasons of Heartland are available and ready to binge only in Up, Faith, and Family. And if you love Heartland, then you will love the dramatic new series Mystic. Escape into a world of mysterious adventure mystifying secrets and magical moments as we follow a group of horse-loving teens who are regulars at their local stables on the fictional peninsula of Calvary Point, New Zealand. First three episodes of Mystic are now available to stream with a new episode every Thursday. Go to upfaithandfamily.com forward slash hallmarkies today to sign up for your 14-day free trial. That's upfaithandfamily.com slash hallmarkies. Well, do you have any upcoming projects or anything coming? Yeah, I have like a whole bunch that I feel like are just kind of like, um, they're sort of in the works, but I don't know what, what exactly is next. Um, I have a contemporary that I wrote, which was, um, a new experience for me, but I, I don't know. I just loved it. Um, and so I have that one, um, that I'm not sure what will happen with it. I have a historical that um call I haven't even like figured out how to summarize it up but (laughs) it's like a little bit of a beauty and the beast meets a factory town in the late 1800s meets roller skating meets Mm. meets 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 um um, and then I actually just started a 1920s book which is which is different for me but um and it's, I actually like love my working title for it. It may change, but it's called the letter tree. And I think that's really cute. So uh, bring out the flappers. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. So yeah, I'm always working on something. Um, I have a bunch of new ideas. I'm hoping at Rama drama that I'll be able to sneak off to my hotel room occasionally and write a few words while I'm there too. So <laughs> if we'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just fun. keep your keep your little notebook next to you so the second you have an idea just jot it down yeah you guys can brainstorm one for me do the hard work for me and then I'll just write it <laughs> oh there you go boom yeah <laughs> so if you had to sum up where the road bends in a couple of words maybe a sentence okay. what would you <laughs> What would, what would you say? How would you sum that up? Okay. That's a hard question, but, um, 
let's just go for words. Then I don't have to put it in sentences. Um, I think you're um, okay. Maybe not words. Um, okay. So we have like, um, you guys help me out. So I think you've got a little bit of, it's like hopeful. Ultimately, I think it's Mm -hmm. very hopeful. Um, redemptive. It's romantic. Yeah. But the redemptive comes maybe after the heartbreak. Um, so it's kind (laughs) of, it, it's got a little bit of everything. Um, and I think that that maybe is one of the reasons I love it because you get to feel the highs and lows of, of the hardships of life, but sometimes that's what sometimes makes that happy ending just so satisfying. Right. Um, mm-hmm. that it took, that life, you know, had these bumps and bends in the road that, um, ultimately lead two people together. So, um, I love it. And I think you guys will too. Yeah. We've all read it. I, I don't think Rachel can ever top a lady in attendance for me, but I put this one easily at my number two favorite. So I know everyone's going to like it. Um, so I will also say that the friendship turned romance between Nora and Quincy is desirable because a lot of times, you know, you have a lot of different tropes or you're, you have enemies to lovers, you have two random strangers who meet, but this one is just a solid, like they have a solid foundation and it just really builds into something. And then you see like the push and the pull and the feelings and the, all the things. So that has my little romantic heart going pitter pat. <laughs> And as the most hopeless romantic of the group, (laughs) may I say that the fact that they were friends first does not detract from the romance in this book. No, 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 no. (laughs) I love your romantic scenes. They were, they were beautiful and they were just the right touch. They were just the right amount. It was, it was beautiful. Made me sigh. (laughs) <laughs> okay. That's the goal. Good. Yeah. So make sure you go out the and pre-order. It's already available for pre-order. Um, the book officially releases on June 7th. So go to Amazon yeah. or your local bookstore. Yeah. And if you pre-order, usually they come like before, because that's happened multiple times that I've pre-ordered your books. They <laughs> they usually come like a few days before, and I'm like, ah, look what I got. <laughs> I get to read it. <laughs> Um, oh, speaking of books pre-ordering, Rachel, you have a bingo game in yes. association with the book. Do you want to share a little bit about that and how people can join in? Yeah, well, I got a lot of people saying, um, how are you going to celebrate the book? What are you going to do? And I just started thinking, what would be a fun way to um, include readers kind of in the launch of the book and the excitement so that we could kind of share the excitement of the book coming out? And so um, we made a a bingo board. It's on my website, rachelfordham.com or on my, you could find it if you scroll through my social media. Um, and it's just really simple things. It's got like uh, watch persuasion. Cause there's a reference to that. Um, Lots you know, like, <laughs> like tell a friend about the book, uh, eat pea soup and other, so there's a bunch of references from the book and then a bunch of ways to like share and, um, get excited with your friends. And all you have to do is, um, it has my, my email on there so you email me when you get a bingo and then there's a whole bunch of prizes I pick one a week and a winner a week for the first couple months that it's out I'm um, actually I've already started so some people are already doing it and then there's like a grand prize for the blackout um and so people are having a lot of fun with it and it just sort of makes us feel like we're celebrating together ah I love that 
Yeah, that, that's together. fantastic. Yeah. So Rachel, where can people find you on social media so they can find this bingo game and start participating? Oh, thank you. Um, so probably the easiest way is just to go to rachelfordham.com. You can also sign up for my newsletter there. Um, but I'm also on Facebook, um, just Rachel, Rachel Fordham. I think it's, I don't know, slash Rachel Fordham fans or something. And then um, on Instagram, I'm Rachel underscore Fordham. Um, and I would love to connect. I, I always say this, but I really feel like one of the greatest things about being an author is that you write down these words and they come from your heart. Um, and then you send them out into the world and it like brings all these new people into your life. And I just love that, that like this little, this little labor of love has brought all these, um, friends and connections that I wouldn't have had otherwise. So, so come and say hi and join in. It'll be fun. Yeah. And in addition to your, um, your Facebook page, you also have the group, Rachel Fordham's readers, the page turners of which I am wearing a shirt that nobody can really see, but (laughs) (laughs) you can also join that group to stay in tune with updates as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just learned something new. (laughs) Why aren't you in the group? Yeah. Why aren't you in the group? Because you I would be know about it. You would be really yes, helpful. Yes, we did. We talked about this last two interviews we did with Rachel. I'm adding you to the group right now. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, it's fun because it's I'll sometimes jump on and be like, um, who wants to help me name a character, you know, or or things like that. So it's kind of um it's a little bit more personal than than the other stuff that's going on on social media. Mm-hmm. So. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited to get to see you in person again. <laughs> almost almost a year apart. It's so exciting. Yeah. Oh gosh. That's true. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Man, you're I know wow. I'll be back Florida. It's been a while, but um thank you guys for having me and for always being, I don't know, fun, encouraging. And I think that what you guys do is great. So well, we love talking to you. Okay, Jess, where can people find you? You can find me at Jess BSW blog on Twitter and Instagram or go to my website, beneathstillwaters.com. I mostly post book reviews there, but you can also find podcast stuff there as well. Casey? You can find me at Casey underscore underscore Simpson on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. <laughs> And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cami Drama Girl, Cami spelled K-A-M-I. And don't forget to follow the Hallmarkies podcast online, Hallmarkies Pod, Hallmarkies Podcast. Don't forget our merch store. We've got lots of really fun stuff to get you ready for the postables, Rama Drama. And we also have lots of fun stuff for all kinds of Hallmark lovers out there. Thank you so, so much, Rachel, again. We hope to see lots of you at Rama Drama, June 24th through 26th. It's going to be a great time. (laughs) Yes, it's going to be a great time. Yeah.